Now, South African households have been under pressure this year, and the recent inflation print has added fuel to the fire coming in at 5.4% in September, which is on the upper end of the Saab's inflation target range, suggesting we might get a rate hike next month. Joining me now as we discuss the trajectory of monetary policy moving forward is Isak Odendal of Old Mutual Wealth. Thank you so much for your time, Isak. Now, before we actually get to the crux of the direction of monetary policy, we can't talk about it without talking about inflation uh, being a big determining factor of where monetary policy goes. And it seems that it has uh, taken a turn as we did see an acceleration in uh, September. Now, can we expect headline inflation uh, to kind of keep being volatile as long as uh, there's uncertainty on uh, the oil price and geopolitics at this point? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the headline inflation number is always influenced by volatile prices like oil um, and also food, food prices. And at the moment, the oil is particularly volatile and the oil outlook is particularly uncertain given the, uh, the unsettling events in Israel and Gaza. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and also remember that the inflation numbers that we see reported by Stats SA, that's always, you know, a month or two ago. So we already know what the petrol price did in October. So we know that October's inflation numbers will also reflect a pretty big petrol price increase. Uh, well. However, I think November's numbers will then show another petrol price decrease because, um, you know, as it stands at the moment, we are likely to see a, a, a petrol price cut in the first week of, of November. So, yeah, so the headline numbers are always a bit volatile given given that uh, food and fuel play such a big part. Hmm. Well, there does seem to be a divergence between uh, headline inflation and core inflation. Uh, we have seen, obviously, an acceleration in headline inflation, but an easing when it comes to core inflation. What story is that core inflation print telling us? Yeah, so it's interesting that the two are moving in, in opposite directions. And, of course, the uh, the Reserve Bank focuses on headline inflation. But I think analytically, if you want to get a better sense of what's going on underneath the hood, as it were, you want to look at core inflation. Because uh, core inflation gives you a better picture of supply and demand conditions in South Africa. It tends to be more persistent. It tends to be stickier. Um, and therefore, the fact that it's declining, I think, tells you a good story about, about inflation in South Africa. Um, now it's not particularly low; it's right right on target. But it but it's been moving down in the last couple of readings um, instead of moving up. So it does tell you that I think underlying inflation is is under control. There's no need to to raise the the repo rate further um, at the at the upcoming meeting. Ah, uh, all right. Um, and I mean, just even looking at that, if we don't expect the, will that be the last meeting or the second last meeting? Uh, because I'm also just wondering then if, uh, for example, now we look at October's inflation that is still coming up where we saw an increase in the oil price, could that kind of change the direction of monetary policy, at least for the remainder of this year? Uh, no, I think I think they they will be well aware of. I mean, they will have the October numbers at the at the November meeting. Um, yeah. But but the Reserve Bank always makes a point that they look through changes in the oil price. They know very well that the oil yes. price is volatile. So what they care about is not so much what's happening with, with the oil price or the or the or the retail petrol prices, but the, it's always about the second round effect. So yeah. so do firms part on those cost increases to you, the consumer? Um, and um, it's those second round effects that they that they keep an eye on. And and by the way, those second round effects you you see are more visible in core inflation, obviously, than than headline inflation. Uh, so no, I don't think I don't think the reason moves will will necessarily result in a change in monetary policy. But if there's a sustained upward pressure in the oil price, sustained depreciation in the rand, then obviously heading into next year, it's a it's a it's a different story. But for now, I don't think 
um, I don't think it really changes the uh, what we're going to see in the NPC. Well, now I need to ask because sometimes uh, the decision on interest rates is quite different to the tone. And just looking at, you know, as much as the, the, the Saab is expected to remain pat on rates, at least for the remainder of the year, could they still strike a hawkish tone? Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a case of, of uh, keeping, keeping the pressure on in terms of the rhetoric mm. without necessarily doing any changes in terms, of, um, in terms of interest rates. I mean, there's one other complication, which, of course, is that Kuben Naidu, one of the MPC members, has resigned today. And we mm. don't know yet whether he's going to be on at the MPC meeting in November, um, you know, in which case, you know, it was a 3-2 split at the last meeting. And, yeah. and we might end up in a different configuration in November, but we don't know that yet. Uh, and I mean, also, he's considered a dove. So it's going to be quite interesting to see what the split looks like at the next meeting. Uh, I mean, I'm wondering also about the Fed's influence. Um, also considering that the economic situation in the U.S. is different to South Africa's uh, economic situation, should and can the Fed influence the, uh, the uh, Saab's next decisions going forward? Yeah, the Saab will always keep a close eye on what, what the Fed does. I mean, the reality is we live in a world where, um, you know, capital flows to where it gets the best, the best risk-adjusted return. So if U.S. interest rates are rising, that's going to suck capital out of South Africa and other emerging markets, as we've seen over the last you know, year or two, we've seen the rand weaken, we've seen the capital flows. And, um, you know, that's a worry for the Saab. So so if the Fed is not done, if we're going to see several more interest rate hikes from the Fed, that'll definitely put pressure on on the Saab. But as it stands, I think we are we are looking more at a scenario where the Fed is probably also on pause for at least the next couple of meetings. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and just unpacking what we can expect in terms of monetary policy, at least for the remainder of this year. That was investment strategist at Old Mutual Wealth, Isaac Woodendahl.